Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, Episode 9. You only have one you only have one body for life. It's like, would you rather invest food into it now or hospital bills and medical bills down the road? It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe podcast. Today, we have another great one for you. We are joined by Richard Campbell. Richard, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, first, I want to say thank you for joining us, and uh, I look forward to sharing some powerful information with our community today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, greetings, brother. So before we dive into today's uh, interview, I just want to share a little bit about, about Richard for anyone out there who has never heard or are um, not familiar with Richard Campbell. Richard is our first international guest by way of Toronto Ontario, Canada. He has been competing as a vegan bodybuilder since 2013, shattering the myth about vegans not being able to gain muscle. He is six feet and weighs over 200 pounds of solid muscle with 18-inch arms and a 29-inch waist. Looking at his pictures since becoming a vegan, he appears to be getting even bigger and stronger. When Richard is not hitting the weights and competing, he is also an elementary school counselor, a personal trainer, and Richard is also a member of the plant-based vegan muscle team. Yes, impressive, impressive resume, Rich. Richard, have, Rich, have you ever been to uh, to the states? Yeah, recently I was just in Texas in um, June. I was uh, competing uh, with uh, my my team there, Team Plant Built. Uh, we competed at the Naturally Fit Games in Austin, Texas, and we we did it. We did a pretty good show. We showed pretty well. Nice. Had, uh, had uh, 44 people on our team, a whole bunch of disciplines from bodybuilding to CrossFit to kettlebells. We cover it all. Anything to do with strength, we cover it. Nice, man. It's definitely a pleasure to uh, to have you on the show because, uh, you know, I've been actually me and, and my wife, Kim, we've both been athletes pretty much all of our lives. So we really enjoy um, athleticism and sports and things like that. And, you know, we've both been, you know, eating a, a vegan diet and way of life for over a decade. And um, one, one of the things that's, that we're really big on is, you know, athleticism as vegans and, you know, muscle and things like that. So to have you on, I'm, I'm excited to really, you know, dive into this, this conversation. So uh, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, like what was your story? Like, how did you begin on your personal journey of wellness, um, veganism, and and bodybuilding? Oh well, my personal journey with veganism, it's it's a lengthy journey that took over decades because it, it's based out of uh, for me, it's a lot, a lot of people. It's like they have their own reasons. Mine are spirituality and ethical reasons because I am a. I'm a Rastafarian, so by way of nature, uh, veganism, veganism is is the proper way. There are some Rastas who are vegetarians or eat chicken and eat fish, but if you follow 
the diet the dietary laws which I follow it's like straight living living off living off the land so mm-hmm. living off the earth living off the herbs living off the fruits so with with me going back to where it start going back to where it started it actually started I would say in um my early twenties where I actually started the process where I started cut, cutting out certain things in my diet. The first thing that I cut out was one of the nastiest meats, I think, is just my personal opinion, is uh, pork. I started, I had a piece of pork in my 20s, and I just got real sick. I got real sick off of it, and at that point, I cut it out. And it's like I was on my journey with just learning about the culture and the liberty of, of Rastafarianism, and through that, just little by little, I would over the years I would start cutting cutting stuff back. I would do, I did. A, I was a vegetarian for probably about three four years. Then I was always getting into that class of you can't build muscle, you can't build muscle. And the thing is, I wasn't learning how to build muscle properly. So right. I was looking to the point where people are looking at me. It's like, Rich, what's going on? You starting to look sick. Are you sick with something? <laughs> so it was just a matter. It was just a matter of learning. Just a matter of learning how how to how to cut it out. Then I became a vegan, like like you said, in two thousand two thousand and thirteen. So for for many years, it's like I cut I cut out the red meat probably about twelve years ago now. Mm-hmm. So pork, nice. was, pork was the first thing, and I cut out the red meat. Then, I, then the last bit was the chicken, fish, and the cheese. It's like the the, the fish was pretty much the last thing because I was trying to think if I cut out the fish, it's like where am I going to get my protein? <laughs> right. And just going online, doing my research, reading different books, talking in different groups on Facebook and all sorts of social media networks, and just talking to people just who love training. And I just started to pick their brains and coming up with my own little philosophy that would work for work for my body. So that was my journey. Really, it's a, to put it in a nutshell, it's the spirituality aspect, and it was just a matter of, how do I cut this, 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 out, and how do I have that variety? Right. Because when it came down, because when it came down to it, it's like, it's like I thought I had to eat it out of necessity because this is what you're taught growing up. You got to eat this. You want to be big and strong. You don't want to get sick. This is what you got to eat. So it was just a matter of reteaching myself. It's almost like reprogramming myself to say, you know what. I don't need this in my body. There is a better way. Because if you look way, go way, way back, it's like, especially to our ancestries, meat was not in our diet. We we all lived off the land, and we just came came into this society where I feel that it's like you just started follow, following what everybody else did, and that's where I find a lot of people lost their ways and. You, you see it catching up with them, especially within our society of North America. The obesity rate is, it's, it's ridiculous with all the education out there. Right. It, 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 it's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. It is, it is scary. And, you know, you, you touched on a, a lot. <clears throat> and, yeah. Excuse me. And what you just say, you touched on a whole lot that I want to really yeah. um, touch on. Um, yeah. Just that, just that journey, you know, of, of beginning to, you know, drop certain things from your diet that that's a very similar journey to to me as well like i started with the pork first and it seems like a lot of black people like that's where they start with the pork 
and they just um and, and they just you know they just really drop it from there and that's another thing too it seems like with black people the last things to go is the 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 dairy and the fish you know and and that was the same thing with me i i got it down to the to the dairy and then um you know finally got that out of there it just seems like we all kind of take that that similar uh journey and and you're right it's just kind of like you know you're holding on because you're not quite sure about this whole protein thing because our society really just gets us so so scared of that because we live in such meat and potatoes, you know, type of society. And um, yes. that's that's why platforms like these are so powerful and good, right. because um, we want to help people that are aspiring to be plant-based, that are aspiring to be vegan, we want them to to understand the process and not have to go through that trial and error that, you know, that we all had to go through because, for, you know, things are a lot more convenient now, but, um, and it's getting more convenient, but when you have to figure it out all, all on your own, you go through a lot of trials and errors. So, you know, hopefully this can really help a lot of people uh, that are out there. And um, you touched. You, you said it's just one word that's that's sticking with me. You, you said liberty. Um, is that is that like a, a roster word, or is that something you coined on your own? Well, well, liberty is like I'm of uh, Jamaican ancestry, Jamaican Jamaican background. Well, mm-hmm. I actually could look at African ancestry when it comes if you want to go even deeper. <laughs> Absolutely. If you, want to go, if you really want to go even deeper. <laughs> yeah. But in but in but in the Jamaican community, liberty it's uh it's a it's a way it's a way of life. Mm-hmm. It's a way it's a way you it's the way you live. And that's where I learned the word when I was when I was a youngster, it's like it's the way the way you live your life, the way the way you treat others, the way people see you, the way it's just your, your character, the way right. of life that you live, and the way I want the way I want to live is consciously to say, I don't have to I don't have to eat death to be able to live. Right. It's like it, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. Why eat death to live? Absolutely. It, it, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. And when my eyes actually opened up, it's like, man, I wish I did this decades ago. Yeah. But everybody has their journey, and it's like I'm in the place where it's like now it's like. I can help people and I can educate people like, like just as you were saying, so they don't have to go through those trial and errors. They don't have to go through those bumps in the road and they can, their journey can be a little bit easier because realistically we're all put here to help each other as brothers and sisters and make life easier because life is hard enough as is, especially nowadays. Yeah. I I like that. Liberty. Um, Mm -hmm. Good. Very good friend of mine. He's also um, vegan. He's, He's been doing it for a decade as well. And um, he liked to say, you know, you hit it on the nose with the whole, you know, death food. So he he didn't call what he ate a diet because it had dye in it. So he would call it a livid. He was he said, I I, I live it. And so the whole livity thing, it, it reminds me of that. I, I think that's a cool perspective. And we just talk about the effects of, you know, eating a certain way, not just um, you know, animal, but um, just the, just the processed foods and the things that are coming out nowadays. Um, you know what? What it like in it, from your perspective? You know what? What do you think the the state of health is in in the United States? And also, um, what what's the state of health in Canada right now? Well, 
stay, stay healthy, it's, 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 like I was saying earlier, I find it to be very scary because even just, just in my daily observations, you can just see that people are overweight for unnecessary reasons because the education is out there. People say that it's, it's not cost effective to uh, eat healthy, which I, I find to be completely bogus because if, 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 if I, I find people can lavish on spending money to go, say, go to the movies, go to the show, but they don't take the time to invest into their temple, invest into your body. So I find a lot of people make, make excuses, but this, to get back to the state of health, it, 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 it's scary, and I just see it getting worse, and just the numbers that they're predicting within the next three to five years, it's like more than half the country, your country and my country, and right now is obese. And yeah. There's no need for it. It's like a lot of it is just glut, is gluttony. Yeah. Really, it's just, it, it's like they think, it's like how how I see it is, a lot of people see food and it's like that craving. They think they need it. It's like you got. It, it's the saying is uh, what is it? It's um, uh, live to eat, not eat to live. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's simple enough. Stay, stay within your means because what I don't understand is if you go back to the fifties and sixties and you look at what a portion was in the fifties and sixties, where the same people. Why are we eating two, three times the amount of food? Right. Like, what happened to our bodies? Why do we have to eat that? So it, it, it's it's unnecessary. And a lot of it is greed. It's like, oh, I have to have that ice cream. Oh, I have to have that double or that triple burger or whatever it is. You don't need to. It's like you need, your, your body needs a certain amount of microbes to survive. Anything more than that. You're going to see it within the next couple of weeks, right? Now, now, so you're so you're pretty much saying that um, the United States and Canada, they, they you're seeing the same trends, like they're they're both headed in the same direction. Oh, oh, oh we're 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 head to head. It's just a matter of who's gonna who's gonna win, win this, <laughs> this sad race. It's what it is. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not a race I would want to be a part of, right? Yeah. So, so, um, why, why do you think that people associate veganism with being small, weak, and, and sickly? What do you think that's all about? I think, I think that's the old school mentality. And nowadays people are starting to open up their eyes to what truly veganism is. Because before, when you heard of vegans, you would never hear of bodybuilders. You would hear of runners, you would hear cyclists, you would hear swimmers. So mm-hmm. mo- most part were people, they do have smaller physiques for that sport. Mm-hmm. So people have this mindset, it's like, oh, you're eating rabbit food. You can't gain any size off of that. But it, it, it's it's quite opposite because I gain more, more size than most meat eaters that I know. So it, mm-hmm. it's an old school way of thinking. And it's almost, it's almost like, uh, you 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 got you got to re reinvent it and reeducate people to let them know that that was the old way and this is the new way. So once you open up people's eyes to what's going on now and wipe out those old fashioned ideal idealisms, 
you can you can move forth from there. And I've been able to do that with a lot of people, just people following following my different uh, social medias, and they don't think they can do it. And it's like they follow me. It's like maybe I could give this a shot because they see my progress from where I was when I was when I was still eating chicken and fish, and to where I am now. And being a vegan, I'm not. At, at 39 now, I'm at the biggest size and the fittest I've ever been in my life. And I never, I was always one of those guys under the impression is like, oh, my genetics, with my genetics, I'm only going to be small. I'm only going to be small. But if you work at, if you eat proper and you train proper, you'll get any results that you want. It's just setting your goals accordingly to what you want to do. And don't rush it because it's not a race. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's no rush. And that's the thing. People think that it's supposed yeah. to happen overnight. And then and then when it's not happening overnight, they want to blame, you know, <laughs> veganism for being the, yeah. the culprit of that um, when it's really and, patience. And, and, and also on the same topic, there are a lot of people say, oh, this is my ideal weight. Right. When I hear people, when I say people say this is my ideal way, I just laugh. And I'm not laughing out of ignorance. I'm laughing out of people need to understand body composition because right. when I was when I was getting into fitness, it's like I want to be this size. I know I'm going to look good at this size, but when I got to the, that size, I'm like something ain't right. Here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like I should look bigger. It's like right. why am I not bigger? Right. Because there were times when I first start when I first started training. When I first started training, I was about 190, mm-hmm. and within and within the first six months, I dropped about 10 percent body fat, mm-hmm. and I was at the same weight, but I was just complete completely ripped. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I need to get to this weight. I need to get to this weight. Then after a while, it's like, let me go after health and go after a look. Right. And, right. and that's what and that's what it should be. Yeah. Health and a look. Unless unless you're competing. You you don't have to go super crazy about it. But living a healthy lifestyle, make make making those appropriate changes that you know weren't working for you. If, if something hasn't worked for you, try something different and, and keep on trying. Use yourself as a guinea pig is what you have to do because that's what I did. Because I would listen to trainer A, B, and C, and they would give me this they would give me this plan that was. A cookie cutter plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like all our genetic makeups are different. That's why when I work with a client, it's like, what do you like to eat? We have a consult. We say, what's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? Mm-hmm. How long has this worked for? And we just, we just get into a whole dialogue and we break it down. And it's like we're in constant communication. And it's like week by week. Do we need to change this? Do we need to change this? Do we need to add more sets? Uh, do we need to add cardio? Take away cardio? Add more carbs? Add more fats, uh, add more protein. Just, just, man, just manipulate the micros, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Is like, well, well, the trainer said this, and the book said this. It's like, in a sense, that's just an outline. That's right. Just, yeah. That's, that's just a theory to it. It's like you got to break it down and put your little touch on it, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. They're like, well, it worked for that guy. Why, why isn't it working for me? It, it, it doesn't always work that way. It, in the rare cases, it does, but that's very rare. But you right. got to know your body and learn your body, even if it's not with your trainer or through yourself and just knowing to learn your body. And as you get older, you're going to get to know your body. It's just, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. You just listen to your body, and it gives you those signals as you get older. Right. Listening to your body. Um, 
that's great advice. That that's one of the things that we recommend our clients to do on a daily basis. Just listen to your body and understand your personal science of your body because everyone's body is different. So that wouldn't change when you're trying to to build muscle and you're trying to have a specific physique. Like that's not going to change. Um, so, so I, I think that's, that's golden advice that you're giving. And, um, just to take it a lip, a, a step further, you know, I know that everyone has their own makeups, but you know, like how does one build muscle on a vegan diet? How does one build muscle on a vegan diet? Mm-hmm. I was under the, I was under the impression when I first started, it was more protein than anything, but for myself and for most of the vegan bodybuilders that I that I come into contact with, it's a myth. It's, mm-hmm. it's, car- it's carbs. Mm-hmm. Carbs are your friend. Everybody says, oh, carbs are bad for you. But most people who are saying carbs are bad for you, what type of carbs are they eating? Are they eating the, the simple carbs? Are they eating the complex carbs? It's going to make a difference. If I'm right. sitting back and eating, if I'm sitting back and eating potato chips, Am I gonna gain? Am I gonna gain the size I want now? If I sit down and I'm eating, I'm eating a nice sweet. I'm eating a nice sweet potato. I'm ha- I'm having I'm having my my quinoa, which is a carb and also a protein too. And a lot of people don't real don't realize carbs and protein. It's like with food, a lot of carbs have protein in it, and that's what right. they don't what they don't realize. A lot of people, it's like they see me drinking my green juice, whether it be my spinach, whether it be my kale, or whatever whatever it may be and they're like why are you always drinking your greens why are you always drinking your greens it's like they don't understand the minerals the nutrients to get out of it the amount of protein that you can just have in a spinach and a kale shake and throw some blueberries and some strawberries in there for for a little sweetness and you're good to go within within 30 seconds if you want to down that within 30 seconds it's like there's your meal and people think that People think that it's it's hard and it's not hard. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a matter of it's a matter of priorities, and it's like how I see it is, you only have one you only have one body for life. It's like, would you rather invest food into it now or hospital bills and medical bills down the road? Right. I ra- I ra- I, ra- I rather go to my local farmers market and say. See what I got in my pocket. This is this is gonna save. This is gonna save me. This is gonna save me long term. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. People look for the shortcuts, or it's like where's where's that fat where's that fast food drive through? Right. Not to say that I'm not not to say that I'm not guilty of it once in a while, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not an everyday thing. Like I see some people coming to lunch, and it's like you got your McDonald's every day, and you're wondering why you're not losing weight. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Now, absolutely. You hit it. You hit it right on the nose. And I, I know a lot of our listeners out there are um, interested in building more muscle on, on a plant based diet because, you know, they've been told for so long um, that they can't do it. I'm a part of of a, um, it's kind of like a, a message board, like a, a forum group. And it's just on um, fitness, but it's not, you know, um, vegan based. It's just, you know, a bunch of people in there. And it was this one uh, vegan, uh, you know, uh, athlete in there. And he was just asking about, you know, vegan programs. And then people proceeded to say that. 
you know, it was dangerous and that, you know, it's it's very little to no chance of him being able to build, you know, muscle and, and look the way that he that he wanted to to look. And, you know, it just goes back to to, to that old school frame of mind and that in that ignorance. So, you know, a lot of people want to know, like, how does that look? So um, can you share with us, like, what is a typical day for you of of eating? Typical day for me, it, it varies whether I'm on season or off season. But to be to be real about it, there's no such thing as off season because if you take if you if you if you take a day off, there's somebody who's going to be a step ahead of you. So right. um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm 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 always eating healthy. Yes, I do have my cheat I do have my cheat days, my cheat meals where I go out and I have my ve- uh, my vegan pizza and I might have my my almond ice cream. But a typical day, I would I would Typical day would probably be about anywhere, depending on how long my day is, it could be anywhere from six to 10 meals. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, oh, 10 meals, that's way too much. But sometimes a meal can be a shake. A meal can be a shake. Right. It, could be, it could be a green drink, and that's what they don't, what they don't realize. So typical, I would say, I'd start, my mor- I'd start my morning out with, say, some, I'd say with a cup, cup of oatmeal, a uh, handful of fruits, because Typically, I I don't count my micros. I just I just train hard and I eat I eat clean clean whole foods. So mm-hmm. I know I don't have I know I don't have to worry. Once you're eating clean whole food and you train hard, result the re- results are gonna come. So right. I start out with the I, I start out with the oatmeal that had the berries in there. I might drop I might drop some peanut butter in there, but typically I'll have I'll have my oatmeal with milk. I might drop uh, uh, with almond milk. And a mix half and half almond milk and almond milk and water. Mm-hmm. Then that that's meal one. Meal two might be is might be as simple as a simple as a shake at my say my my ten o'clock break because I, I work in I work in a school so it's not like I could sit down and eat my full up meals all the time. So meal two say it's a, I have a fifteen I say I have a fifteen minute break. I'll go into the staff room and I'll just I'll just throw down I'll just throw down my I'll just throw down my shake. So mm-hmm. there's there's two those there's two meals out of the day with next to no preparation. Right. Uh, meal three could be could be whatever. It's like I like culture food, so it could be from it could be from West Indian food, saying that I'm Jamaican. It could be Middle Eastern food, Indian food. It it, it could be whatever. So I would say. A typical meal, like say I were to have, uh, I would have say some 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 rice and peas, maybe with some kidney beans. Mm-hmm. I might have, some, I might even, I might even throw some tofu. In, I might even throw some tofu in there, depending mm-hmm. on how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Some, some days, some days for some days for lunch, I might just have, I might just have some straight kidney beans and some chickpeas. And once I, I have my have maybe uh, a, a cup of. Uh, Spinach, mm-hmm. I'm 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 good to go. I really, with my fats, I minimize my fats. I don't worry about my I don't worry about my fats too much. Once mm-hmm. I know I get once I know I get my carbs in, I'm good. Everything balances out once I get my carbs in. So right. I'll move on to meat. So I move on to meat. I move on to meal four. So that'll be an afternoon break. That could be something as simple as maybe as it, it could be maybe a wrap. Uh, a pe- a pita wrap just with uh ve- my veggies in there where I have tomatoes lettuce spinach it has some avocados in there so my avocado would be my would be my healthy fat and I might just have I might just have a 
a handful of cashews and a handful of peanuts, and that would be that would be another meal. And when I get when I get in when I get in after my day is done, may have another may have another may have another shake, or I might sit down to another meal depending on how I'm feeling. If I don't feel like prepping a meal, I'll have a shake. Mm-hmm. Just depending just depending on the hustle and bustle of the day, how busy I am that day. If I sit if I sit down to if I sit down to a meal, I may sit down. I might add some. I might just have some some green beans. I might have some green beans. So I have my greens in there. I might have some kale. Uh, I might uh, have uh, uh, once once in a while. I do have some ve- I do have some vegan pro- processed food. So I might have some some meat meatless meatless chicken or some meatless beef. Maybe a patty of meatless beef and. Mm-hmm. Put 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 in my uh, spices, my turmeric, my garlic. Uh, I might throw I might throw some I might throw some hummus in there for flavor. I may may throw uh, uh, and I might throw a gar- a garlic sauce in there on on top of my uh, my grounded up garlic because well, a lot of people don't know garlic is a natural te- uh, garlic is a natural testosterone. So I nice. try to throw garlic gar- I like to throw gar- garlic into a lot of meals, and I also like to throw and a lot of turmeric because it's it's one of the biggest cancer fighters out there, which a lot yes. of people don't know. Every, everything is from, everything is from the earth. So I'll move on. I'll move on to my next meal. Uh, so I'm going. I'm going into the, going into the evening. I might have a pro. I might have a homemade protein bar, or I might just have. I might just have another. I might just have a. Another another protein shake, or I might just ha- sit down and I might just have. I might just have. Uh, uh, two two cups of greens with uh, maybe some chickpeas and so, some hot uh, scotch vine and peppers, and good to go. And just before and just before I go to bed, I might just I might just nibble on some I might just nibble on some fruit. I might just nibble on some fruit, whether it be some blackberry, blueberry. Just ha- just have a fruit salad. It's like some days I don't get all my fruits in. Some days some days I do. Just depend on the hustle and bustle. That's why some days I know if I'm not going to get all my fruits in, I'll just I'll just zip I'll just zip them up in my juicer and just take them down that way. Nice. If not, I'll just if not, I'll just sit down and I'll have for a snack snack throughout the day. A snack could be just could be my fruits and fruits and some nuts and and it's and it's, and it's that simple. Just have them in two little containers and it's good to go. And a lot of people say it takes a lot of time, but prep beforehand take take an take an hour on sunday and do some prepping for not saying prep for the whole week because some people don't have all that time prep for two days prep for a day or two so you don't have to worry so you're 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 already you're already ahead of schedule so if you prep for monday tuesday all you got to worry about wednesday thursday friday and that's you're you're at hump day so after that it gets it gets a little bit easier right once you get through i find once you get through those first couple days because that monday is a struggle but once you get to that Monday Tuesday, I, I find it I find it easier for myself and most people that I run into that I've talked to, whether it be clients or just the the everyday person, somebody who doesn't even train and they're trying to live a healthier lifestyle. Because I don't expect everybody to be a gym rat, but at least try to live a healthier lifestyle. If you're not going to hit the gym and you're not going to hit hit the exercise, do it healthy any way you can, even if it's just going for a walk around the block, whatever you can do, but 
typically typically that's how my my meals are my meals are are not the same every day because i like variety i mix it up yeah when i when i did have a trainer i'd be eating the same stuff for four six weeks for some people's <laughs> body it may work but for me no, it's like I need yeah. different spices. I need, right. I, need I really, I really need different culture food. I, I need a mixture of things. So. Absolutely. And, and and Rich, how much how much do you weigh right now? Right, right now I'm about one 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 ninety five. Off season, well, off season, on season. Well, it's always on season, but one ninety five. When I was on when I was on stage, I was uh, two hundred three. So my my weight doesn't doesn't really drop too much i like to keep it within anywhere from uh say five five to ten pound window so i know that any given time it's like if i'm called for a photo shoot it's like i just drop drop my water maybe up my cardio for a couple days and i'm good to go Uh, i always like because for me it's not about just for me it's not just about being on stage because the stage isn't always going to be there but my life's always going to be there so this, this this is truly truly a lifestyle when people say oh you just trained to get on stage no because realistically i don't even know the next time i'm going on stage i know i will go on stage again but it, it's a lifestyle because your body is for life your temple is for life right, right. and and what's your what's your body fat percentage right now Body fat percentage right now, I, I like to keep it in the single digits. So right now it's, I can't lie, it's probably at about 11%. And that's mm-hmm. the highest I ever want to see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I asked that because, so, you know, you're 195 pounds. Your body fat percentage is 11%. A lot of times you keep it in the single digits, right? And and so I yeah. want I want our, our listeners to hear that. And if you just listen to this man's eating regimen, I mean, he eats a lot of food. And a lot of times people don't realize, you know, they have to feed the muscle, feed the body. And he was talking about these whole foods. And, you know, he's he's putting on muscle. His his weight isn't, you know, crazy high. It, it's, it's where it needs to be. His body fat percentage is on point. And um, if you listen to it, he really feeds his body throughout the day of whole foods. And and what I get from uh, the things, the way that you were breaking everything down is discipline. You know, a lot of people, they, they're not, they, yeah, they don't practice that discipline of really, you know, planning their meals out and making sure that they're getting in these whole foods day in and day out. You know, like you said, you might not necessarily plan for the whole week, but you want to take at least plan a day or two ahead. You have to have that that vision because a lot of times we get clients uh, when when um, things go wrong for them, it's when they don't plan. You know, they, they're caught out there and they end up eating things that they shouldn't eat um, because they didn't plan. So you see the, the key is is preparation and discipline uh, when it comes to success with your health and, and with your fitness. How, how much time do you spend um, in the gym a day or, or in a week? In a, in a week, uh, off season, it's probably about four days a week. But when I'm tra- when I'm train when I'm training for a show, closer to a show, I could be in, I could be in the gym uh, six days a week. And depending on how lean I want to get, I could be I could be train training twice a day. Yeah training twice a day but that's not strength training strength training would only be once a day but i'd probably be doing my cardio twice a day especially in the morning i would be doing my fasting cardio 
Right. You and, what, and, what, and what a lot of people don't realize, fasting, yeah. it, it can benefit you big time. Because I, I, fa- I, fast, uh, I, fast once, I fast once a week. With all the training I do, I, yeah. I, still, I still get my fasting in there. And it, it, helps, it actually helps you get your results a lot quicker. People Absolutely. People say, oh, if I fast, I'm, I'm going to lose my muscle. It's like, if you fast for, it stinks. If you, if you fast for a lot, like say for, if you're fasting for weeks on end, yeah. Because yeah. some people say, oh, I'll fast during the day and I'll just eat at night. Then you might notice that you won't keep your size. But if you're just fasting for once during, once during the week, Wow, it's uh, you just notice how your water can drop. Like with me, if I fast in a day, it's like by the end of the day, it's like my my abs are popping. Right, <laughs> they jump, jump out and saying hi. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I mean, you really, uh, you know, dropped a lot of powerful information to help people to to really grow now do you ever do you ever take time off do you ever every now and then just take a week off just to let your body you know heal or or recover anything like that or are you just straight when when i first started training Mm -hmm. after a show i would take two three days off okay and I, i would feel it but People say as you get older, you start to feel it, and they're right. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so, so, so now if my body says, Rich, take a couple of days off, don't push yourself. I take those couple of days off because after those couple of days and I get back to the gym, I can push harder. I can see more results. Like right. after, after, after my last show, not this last show here, a show I did last year in Montreal, a uh, show I did in uh I show I did in Montreal. Uh, show I did in Montreal. After that show, I took about three weeks. I took about three weeks off after that show, and just I didn't lose. I didn't lose any size. I ate it. I ate everything I wanted to eat. And once I got back into the gym, I was like a beast times ten because <laughs> my body needed that rest. Because yeah. I was going, going, going. Because a lot of people don't realize when you're on stage, you look your fittest, but you are literally at your weakest point right. because I, I, I was, I was, uh, I was flexing and I was doing some poses there and it was almost like, you know, back in the day when you saw the cartoons, when somebody got hit in the head and you just saw <laughs> things spinning around their head. Yeah. That's what, that's what it just felt like stars and everything around my head. And it's just to grab onto that oxygen and people say, Oh yeah, you look so these, you look this, that, the other, but, it's almost like at that point, depending on how low you are with your body fat. And I've seen some guys literally pass out on stage because wow. you're, you're pushing your body to extremes. It shouldn't go. Cause people don't realize bodybuilding is an extreme sports. Right. Yeah. Because you, because if bodybuilding was that easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> right. Not to knock, not to knock other sports. Yeah. But Anybody could pick up a basketball and shoot it, mm-hmm. <laughs> or anybody can serve for a volleyball. Not to say that they're going to be world class athletes. Right? How, how many people are going to be disciplined enough to get into the gym to say, "I want to lift as much weight as possible and look as look better than look better than anybody." Not that it's to look better than anybody. Yeah. It, it, it's it's within what you want to do for self. But how many people got the motivation just to say and do that? If that was the case, everybody would be doing it. So that's why I see it as it's, it's a different world. 
Right. People don't realize that unless you're in that that fit family, that fit community, people won't understand what I guess they call us muscle heads, so to speak, when they they see that meathead, but I said, you can call me the meatless head because I don't eat the meat. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I like that one. So, so let me ask you this. Um, yeah. For for a person that's that's on their journey for self improvement, what advice yes. would you give them um, as far as beginning their journey of health and wellness? Uh, work work harder each day. Whatever you did, like let's say uh, let's say you're going you're going into the gym and you were only able to push out five reps. Mm-hmm. Next day, try to push out seven. Not everybody's going to be able to push those 12 to 15 reps if that's what you're going for. Take, taking steps forward, not taking steps back. Anything forward is going to be positive, even if it's baby steps. Because when people, they think they, they got this mindset they're going to do it overnight, then all of a sudden they just say, you know what, I can't do it, I give up. So just, take, just, take, just taking that time and notice every day is going to be more positive than the last day. And just feed and just feed off of that vibe, feed off of that energy, and say, you know what, I was able to do, I was able to do this amount of time on the bike. Tomorrow, I'm going to set my goal, and maybe I'm going to do a minute more. Or if it comes to say with your meal prep, it's like, oh, I slipped on this, I slipped on a meat, I slipped on a meal. I had an ice cream this day. I'm going to be extra disciplined tomorrow. I'm going to step it up. So just trying to, just trying to better, just trying to better yourself in every avenue, whether it be just your nutrition aspect right whether it be in the gym if you if you got some bad habits i know you're not going to cut them out all overnight but take those babies take those baby steps and cut back from those habits what what whether it be drinking or smoking or whatever else what else what else is out there there's so many different things that you say so try to cut back and try to have those positive vibes because how i see it is you have positive vibes, it's going to be positive energy. If you keep on having that mindset of you can't do, you can't do, you're not going to do because that's what you've already told yourself. The mind, People don't understand how strong the mind is. If you think something, you can do it. Just put your mind to it and put your head down, bury it and go at it. And that's, that's the true advice I would give to anybody, whether they're in fitness or not. That's just... That's just That would just be an advice for life. Right. No matter what you're doing. And um, if there was one thing a person could do right now to have the biggest impact on their health, what would you say that would be? Big, big, biggest, biggest impact on your health? Yes. Drop the fast food. Drop the processed food. Mm. Nice. Process, the process, processed food, really, because we, we know the fast food is processed food, so it's all, all wrapped into one. And it's like when I talk to people and I say, if you see something and it's able to sit on a shelf for X amount of weeks, think about it. What's in there to keep it like that? And you're going to take that and you're going to put it into your body. Think about it. Might not You might not see the negative effects now. Yeah, it might taste good and everything, but what's going to happen 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road? And that that's really what you have to think about. Those preservatives, they're, they're killers. And they're just pushing it into the markets more, more to flood people into the healthcare system because it's all about let's make some money. It's not about let's get these people healthy because if it was about getting people healthy, it'd be, be we'd be able to do it in a heartbeat. Right. But 
there's no if for for the for the for the big corporations there's no there's no real money in getting people healthy and there's more money in getting people sick and bedridden and that's where they squeeze the last bit of pennies out of people yeah. i would say the pro, really pro, processed foods is the main thing yeah i think that's uh that's some powerful advice right there and um yeah we really appreciate uh just your your, your knowledge and wisdom on uh just Livity and uh, just, you know, really um, being able to be healthy on a vegan diet. Do you offer any services that our listeners can can take advantage of? Oh, yeah, I do. And, and be- before I get to there, like how I was talking about the processed foods on the uh-huh. other side of the spectrum, the other side of the spectrum to mm-hmm. help yourself. Mm hmm. Water intake. People mm-hmm. don't realize how beneficial water is because your body, that's. Really, what's made up of the water, the water intake. So, if you right. take in more more water, that's good. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna flush out all the nasty stuff that you want flushed out and put you in a better and put you in a better place. Absolutely. That, yeah. When our when our uh, clients come in, we have a holistic center. When our clients come in, and we put them on programs, we tell them that you know the water is what's gonna make the program work. Like they can you know take all of the herbs and do all of the things that they want, but if they're not drinking any water, it's not gonna be effective. So I mean, you hit that right on the nose to include that in the process. So um, so yes, it's, um, services. What uh, what what do you uh offer? Oh, services. Uh, I offer uh. I offer pers- personal training within the gym. I offer I offer o- online training, nu- nu- uh, nutrition nutrition training or nutrition intake plan. A personal nutrition intake plan. No no co- no cookie cut no cookie cutters here. Right. So and and I and I do and I do that through majority majority of that I do that through through Facebook through my Facebook my personal page. Okay. Or even uh, my. Uh, my 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 athlete page because I see a lot of people having fan pages, but all I see it is, I, I I see just personally I see somebody saying a fan that's more like an e that's an ego thing. How I see it is that's why I call it an athlete page because we're all there as supporters. It's like because one day I could be down on my luck and somebody can help me out. I'm not better than any other person. So when I see people saying fan page this that the other kind in in a in a sense it kind of it kind of turns me off so my athlete page is just straight uh richard campbell vegan bodybuilder uh you can catch me on twitter at liberty fitness uh, that's 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 actually my business that's actually my business name liberty fitness uh, okay liberty a way of life so fitness fitness is a way of life and my 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 personal business page is uh, LibertyFitness.com. So it's L-I-V-I-T-Y Fitness.com. Uh, so you can catch me on in- Instagram, Twitter at Liberty Fitness. Uh, that's pretty much all the social medias. I don't got Snapchat or any of that. So okay, perfect. That's pretty much the majority of it. And um, do you have any any parting words or advice for our listeners today? Any parting words? Uh, go vegan. <laughs> your body's gonna love you for it, and I'll I'll keep on preaching that as long as I'm on this earth. Go go vegan. It's like, and people don't realize that it doesn't just help your body; it actually helps our earth. Yeah, people don't people don't realize the the impact on on uh, people who are carnivores how much impact it has on our ecosystem, and they say they think it's 
our, our, it's like it's going to be here forever. But at the rate that we're going at, it's not going to be here for much longer with our air quality, our water quality. If you, if you look at uh, over the uh, over the the whole, the whole planet, how much clean water we have left on this planet, it, it's it's drying out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Say go vegan would be the the number one thing to everybody, and I and I pre I preach that to everybody. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and I uh I know that this was helpful for a lot of our listeners. Um, we we have listeners of all different walks of life. We have vegans, we have non-vegans and, you know, for, for the non-vegans, you know, maybe um, if you were on, on the fence and you thought about it, but you kind of fell victim to a lot of the myths, maybe this opened your eyes up enough to, to give it a shot, you know? And, and if, if you are not considering it and it's, it's something that you don't feel like is, is for you at this point. Maybe it still opens your eyes up that it's not what you actually thought it was. And it could be so much more because I could definitely say that since I've been following this lifestyle, my health has improved tremendously and I feel great. And I know um, my wife can say the same and you see yeah. Rich is saying the same. And, and don't get me wrong. We do sit with a lot of um, clients that um, aren't the healthiest, but it's just that, that growing process, that lack of education and not really knowing how to do it the right way. But when you know how to do it the right way, um, it really, um, is a whole, it can be a whole new world of, of good health for you, not just health for, um, your body, but for your mind, your spirit and your, um, on an emotional level as well as the planet. So all of these things are, are very important. And, um, Rich man, we really appreciate you. If you're, you if you're ever in the States, we we're in Jersey. So if you're ever in the States in the New York, New Jersey area, definitely shout us out. Let's get together, man. Maybe we could hit the gym or something, you know? Or, no, or go Yeah, or go go you know, go get something to eat at one of these amazing vegan restaurants we got out here in either New York or uh or New Jersey. Thanks for ha- thanks for having me. I really I really appreciate it. Absolutely, yeah, thank you. And uh, before we go, um, all the information regarding this uh, podcast episode, any information about how to contact Richard about his services, his social media pages, all that information is going to be listed on our show notes page. Just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash Richard. Type that in. You'll go right to that page and get all that information. So once again, thank you, Richard. This was powerful. I think this is going to help so many people um, by hearing your message. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, brother. Take it easy. Okay. All right. Peace. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the 8 Effective Ways to Lose Weight and Keep It Off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.